Paul? Tick, 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 tick. Tick, 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 tick. What? We start in Teddy City, where it's always chest day. And Austin Peckler gave Esto 13.9 push-ups to get the week started. CD's Silence of the Lambs gave Titty City a scare after Dak went down. But he told Z-Tech to CD's nuts after a failed reverse jinx attempt on Sunday night. Jamar High Speed Chase took a wrong turn in Dallas. And Joe Sir Mixonlot led the meat house in singing, Brady got back after his quarterback has been cheeks to start this season. Sammy may have dropped Gesicki, but he may not be the only open mic this year for the Meat House. Mayor, 108.7. Z-Tech, 100.2. Next, we head to Cochran's Wood, where Will and Justin Pervert were switching back and forth between the J. Dillon and the Bob Bunyans on Sunday night. Will had to ask Stefan Siggs if he could bum a post-sex heater on a cold Comet Monday night. And he delivered with three lucky strikes to the end zone. Sus Wilson has been giving Osh the Sunday scaries. And there may be too many cooks in the kitchen for this roster to succeed. He looked like more like Kirk Ahrens this weekend as he tried to rely on defense and special teams to grab a W. Will, 121.8. Osh, 97.3. What? 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 Now. We'll head to the Bread Factory, where Loaf's big trade target got outscored individually by all three players he shipped out. But it didn't matter, as the factory has figured out the cure for Aaron Crone's disease. Lighting's team looked like Rashad pennies on the dollar, compared to the rest of this league. But he won't panic about the first half of the season. And just like last year, he's singing, We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. That's where we want to go. Way down with Joe Burrow. Loaf, 113.2. Lighting, 95.2. Oh, no. We now go to the former Losers Bowl, where it was the bus who got the better of the body. Jalen Wide was electrifying on Sunday, and he welcomed Tenny into the Thunderdome. Dwayne Michael Carter said, 6.7 points, 8 points done, and Jacob wasn't phased by Mrs. Officer, and said, When I'm in that thing, I make that body sing, I make it go wee, 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 like a cop car. Rashad Master Bateman was getting off on Tenny's bench, but he can't quit his vice of going back to his little whore Daryl Patterson. Jacob, 117.8, Tenny, 105.5. Some spread. Tick, 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 tick. Last, we head to the greatest show on turf, where a league record was missed by .9 points. Tyreek had no chill this week, and Nate's team scored 10. Count them, 10 touchdowns to get their revenge on the commissioner. Lamar Ball Saxon provided the juice for Nate, and he will continue to rely on his Cooper Nut Cup to protect these jewels. Elton John Taylor had a cold, cold heart against the Jags. And this week, he's on the cover of the Rolling Sloans. Nate, 173. Sloan, 163.4. Huh? All right, foreskins. Um, that sounded a lot better on paper than it does in actuality. 
But this episode's already a train wreck, as you probably noticed by the fastest two minutes. So we're just going to roll with it. Um, it's I'm going to be short today. I'm going to be very brief. We have Busboy coming on, 2-0 Busboy coming on for an interview. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, aside from that, it was a good week, I would say, for everybody except for probably me um, and maybe a couple others. Obviously, Blackshirt Briefing's dead. Uh, we won't even we won't even continue it. We will just absolutely we will just discontinue the Blackshirt Briefing. Nebraska stinks out loud. They should be kicked out of. They should cancel their their football program. That's the only reasonable thing to do at this point is to cancel the entire program because that was a train wreck. It was a disaster. It was an embarrassment. Uh, Mickey Joseph stinks. So hopefully Urban Meyer can turn this train around. I'm sure he will. But uh, this program is unsalvageable. Eight wins. They, they'll be lucky to get half of that. So Blackshirt Briefing's dead. Uh, we, won't, we won't even talk about it. It's just water under the bridge at this point. It's a loss in my book of record. And so, you know, I go 0-2 in my bets, and that is what it is. So we'll be having to take out another small loan to pay your guys' uh, fees to whoever wins the league. And then, you you know, the winner can buy a boat just like Jesse did last year. So um, this week we set a new record for most points in a loss. Uh, and as you might have guessed, it was me. So 163.4 points was the most points ever in league history in a loss. So Will will have to update the Cochrane Woods archives. Also, we had the second highest scoring matchup of all time by 0.9 points. We were 0.9 points away from the lead. So, I mean, the you know, think about the Jake Elliott blocked field goal at the end of the Eagles game. That could have pushed us over. Um, but yeah, you know, tough week for me, particularly, um, you know, Nate, I verbatim, I quote, called himself the unluckiest fantasy owner last week. Uh, I have the receipts and this week he gets the benefit of the Rams and Falcons lining up for a play, lining up to run a play. Both of them knew this play was happening. They line it up. Allen Robinson scores a touchdown. The refs say, no, there was an injured player um, completely away from the play, like had absolutely nothing to do with the play. Neither team even recognized that this injured player was like on the field or, or close to the field or something like that. Like both teams knowingly lined up for this play. Allen Robinson scored a touchdown. The refs took it off the board. And then the very next play, Cooper Cup scores a touchdown. So there's a 13-point swing for me and Nate's matchup, and I lose by, you know, nine. So, Nate, we'll just put that to bed. We'll put it to rest that you're the unluckiest fantasy owner. I'm not calling myself the unluckiest fantasy owner. I would never do that because it's fantasy football, and that's what we expect. We expect bad shit to happen. We expect for unlucky things to, to not fall our way. So we're just going to put that term, that phrase kind of to rest 
for now and let's just not talk about luck going forward because uh, there's no ground to stand on for any person to talk about luck in fantasy football. So moving forward, um, the watch, Nate firmly off watch, not even close to watch, I would say. I mean, he is as far away as you can get from the watch. He's off of it. You can't score 173 points and be on watch. So, Nate, congratulations. One and one. Got off the schneid, and you're off watch. You're, you're galaxies away from the watch. Probably the betting favorite of the league at this point. Um, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill are obviously cheat codes. Lamar Jackson is a cheat code. And those three players are going to carry you a long way. It doesn't matter that your running backs stink out loud because clearly you can overcome that. On watch, lighting stays on watch, 0-2. You have to win in this league. Lighting has not won yet. So lighting stays very firmly on watch. I'm very concerned about Trevor Lighting's football team at this juncture. Um, there's just not a lot of juice. Secondly, Sammy Zetek on watch. You're 0-2. I mean, you got to win in this league. It's very simple. So Sammy replaces Nate on watch. He is on... You know, stand-up watch, I think I kind of like mic check for that. It, we're going to go away from the watch, maybe. I don't know. Workshop it. See what you guys think. I kind of like uh, mic check and heat check for the track meet for lighting because, you know, if you're in a track meet, you're going to be in a heat full of participants for whatever event you're doing. I kind of like mic check and heat check for those versions of the watch. And then obviously we have crotch watch for the bodybuilding competition. But there's not many people in contention for crotch watch because those might be three of the best teams in the league. Jacob's 2-0, Will's 2-0, Loaf is 1-1 with just a disgustingly good roster. So crotch watch is on the cool throne, I think, this week. Uh, Heat check, might check. Sammy and and lighting, you got to win in this league. I mean, it's, it's extremely simple. If you don't win, you're getting checked. All right? So that's all I have. Uh, I, I said I'd be short. I think I lived up to it. And I, I want everybody to have a good week. I hope what happened to me last week doesn't happen to anybody else in the league because it's just the most helpless feeling you can possibly have just watching your team score touchdown after touchdown and then just watching the other team score 40-yard touchdown after 40-yard touchdown, you know, it's helpless. So I hope no one has to experience that for the rest of this league's history. I hope I keep this record forever so that my brethren do not have to witness what I had to witness on Sunday. And it's going to be a great year, all right? I, I say that fighting back tears. So good luck, everybody, except for Will. And as always, fuck you guys. The bus boy. I'm here. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How welcome to the welcome on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would be better if I I didn't play Nate this last week, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, losing in the match of the, the season isn't yeah. the game but... the game of the century. It, I mean, when you both are in the shootout, going in, like poetic justice, kind of at the end there, going into a shootout, can't be too upset. Yeah, absolutely. You like get this glimpse of hope with Jalen Hurts in the first half, 
and then it just all withers away. Well, yeah, I mean, I texted you, I believe in all caps. You yeah. still had a chance that Monday at 922, and there was still a shot. It kept it interesting. So. Yep, yep. Well, unlike me, you are off to a nice little 2-0 start. So is it fair to say that this is the Busboy Revenge Tour? Um, I would like to say yes. I won't put the uh, cart before the horse just yet. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm kicking ass and and taking names for sure. Um, obviously, defeating Trev first week is just death taxes. I beat Trev first week, but um, <laughs> beating Jesse last week was definitely a cherry on top uh, of the Sunday that I had. So can't yeah, be the, too upset about that. The chips were kind of stacked against you after Thursday night. You only get two from the Chargers defense, and then I mean, it was just kind of a beatdown from there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, starting Chargers D, not uh, the position I want to be in when they're playing the Chiefs, but scouring the waivers is not what I'm known for, not in my blood. So we let it ride and it paid off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've conquered your next or you've conquered your two rivals probably in the league. Definitely Trav. (laughs) And then you've had some beef with Jesse. But I mean, what's next? What how do you see it? it panning out going forward um one of two scenarios the first uh i just went out the rest of the season and nobody (laughs) nobody can compete it does not matter if we are the highest scoring matchup i might even be in the bottom scoring as long as my opponent just shits the bed every single week which yeah is is proven that it does happen two for two yeah 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 that's that's option number two is um i just went out and or option number one i just went out and everybody is upset about it but they play terribly against me and i just kind of have that maybe that will factor or maybe even that sammy factor where whoever you're playing just magically doesn't put up points and you are leading the league in uh the lowest points against and you somehow just walk into the playoffs like you don't belong it's the but, matt karloff the literally or, yeah, like, the like karloff. two years in a row it was matt karloff <laughs> just every week his opponent just shit the bed and he just he just reaped the benefits of it. So that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is uh, obviously I got some some pretty tough matchups coming ahead looking in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we have you in week four and uh, probably beat John in week five. Things continue like that for him. But then Will's been putting up big points and uh, plays Sammy a couple times. He has an opportunity to go off every once in a while. And I think I avoid Nate for quite some time. Um, it might be even like week 11 or 12 before I even play Nate. Wow. I think I have a good path to that, but obviously playing some, some of those guys like Will who could put up big points. Osh's team is sneakily good at putting up big points every once in a while. Um, As the, as the players get some more games under their belt, I think some of these players that have kind of been duds for the first couple of weeks may turn out to be some stars again. Like we thought they were considering we were drafting them in the first three rounds. Um, but I could go a little above 500 and still be really happy. Yeah, I mean, that certainly gets you in the playoff picture. So, okay, well, I mean, those are two – it seems like those are two, like, best-case scenarios, but, I, you know, we'll I digress. <laughs> you know, 2-0, and o, we'll just – hey, it's a good start. Yeah. So after after I kind of dogged on you after the draft, so you're you and Nate are quickly proving me wrong. Um, love, love the adversity. 
So this last week we had the first ever edition of the Rolling Sloans, which yeah. honestly, it turned out like, I can't even really put a number to it. Like a, a zillion times better than I thought it was going to turn out. It was, I gave you like almost nothing to work off of from my fastest two minutes. <laughs> and you somehow, I gave you like a, a very short one liner for each, for each one. And you somehow put together like this magical rolling Sloans. Yeah. So it's kind of been in the works for, we've talked about it like the last year and then you kind of put it in motion. Yeah, but just tell me about it. What, what, how'd you do it? What's the plan going forward? I mean, the league needs to know. <laughs> well, we had kind of talked about like a video podcast or some slides or something. And um, I remember you sent me the prompts for it. And I kind of didn't know what I was going to do yet. And then uh, the very last one was uh, the cover of the Rolling Stone Sloans. And you had changed your name to the Rolling Sloans. And, and sitting there, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to do a magazine, the Rolling Stones magazine, and we'll just kind of make a spread for everybody. And uh, worked out something real quick, very rough. Um, and then Joel decided, hey, you know what? I could sit down and make this look a little bit better, take off the boy stench of it and yeah. uh, make it look a little cleaner. So she she polished it up a little bit and uh, has now decided to make a template. So we are looking at issue number two coming out. Um but those one-liners that you sent me were just good. And we were just kind of riffing. And she was asking what the hell they even meant and uh, why they were so dirty. But we just kind of, we kind of chipped away at it little by little. And it was about an hour and a half-ish and we were done. And uh, we liked what the end result was and thought it was good. I love the picture of taking everybody's heads and putting them on random bodies. Oh, so phenomenal. The Trev one, the Trev one was just <laughs> impossible to beat. It was so good. And yeah, I mean, the Rolling Sloan's name just kind of, it kind of just came, all came together with it, with you making the like Rolling Stones, right? Like magazine. And yeah, I, it literally couldn't have gone better. And shout out to Joelle for contributing to the podcast, even though she may be apprehensive to admit that. Yes. But, but (laughs) no, it was, it was great. So I was, I was thrilled. But on to, Probably the most important thing. And we talked about it before the season. And you kind of proposed the bracket, which I think we'll probably use going forward. We were just under a time crunch. But looking back at the bus, talk about this year's punishments and how they compare to your experience. If you think we're getting off light this year or or what do you think compared to the bus? Yeah, I mean, obviously, after riding the bus, um, I thought the next logical punishment should have been either being strung up by your toenails or just <laughs> murdered. If you got last, we just killed you by firing squad or guillotine or whatever, whatever it was going to be. I thought that was the next logical step that we take. Uh, riding a bus for, for 12 hours with no no headphones, let alone any other forms of entertainment. But headphones, at the very least, probably would have saved me a lot of pain and agony Yeah, um, from listening to everybody's story on the bus to uh, learning some things about people I would have rather have never learned um, that I just had no choice because um, I, I just couldn't drown them out through my brain. But yeah. uh, I, I kind of felt like the first couple are kind of weak, which is why I honestly picked um, the, the punishment I did, which is the, the body watch 2.0. Yeah. Crunch and I, watch. Felt like, I felt like that one is, is probably the most brutal. 
Um, it's going to take a lot of confidence. It's going to take a lot of um, humility to be able to get up there. Yeah. The other ones, I feel like depending on who they are doing the punishment, it might be the easiest punishment we've had since the dog kennel uh, incident. Wow. So I'll put that out there now. Wow. Easier than the ACT. I would say, yeah. I would say that, that the uh, stand-up has potential to be a cakewalk. Um, oh, I don't I know, gonna, dude. I, I think be way more aggressive where everybody got to write a, a joke handed to you when you went on stage and you had no idea what you're about to put yourself through. But knowing that you have a little time to prep, um, there's some there's some people in the league that love to over prep. And I know they're <laughs> going to treat this punishment no different than uh, their 18th draft that they're going to do before <laughs> the season starts. Maybe John S. At John. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At, at Will a little bit too. Yes, yes. So th- there's going to be some massive preparation for it. Obviously, with the track meet, you kind of lose out on some of that. But we do have some athletes in the league. Um, I would love to see um, Matt Carloff on a pole vault stick at some oh. point in his entire life. I would, I would genuinely pay money for that show. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> but we do have some athletes that could make um, the the event a little more interesting than than i i would have thought but that's why i picked personally i thought you know what that's probably the worst one i'll pick the bodybuilding one out of good faith for the rest of the league um i think that one was probably the worst but i'm excited for for the punishments nonetheless and i'm excited for next year and do a little gauntlet of uh some ideas and yeah i like that too i like it I think this year is a different, it's just different because it's like maximum embarrassment for a short period of time versus like pain and agony for a long period of time. Like you, I mean, it's easier to sit on a bus than to get up in front of a crowd and do stand up. It's just the fact that the bus is 37 times longer (laughs) than the stand up routine. But I think all three of us are going to get up there and absolutely bomb if we have to do a stand up routine. Like, there's so much goes that goes into that with like cadence and rhythm and the timing of your jokes and like writing good jokes because I, I don't think either of us are going to, any of us are going to succeed at that punishment. It also, and then the track meet you're going against collegiate athletes. So everyone's going to get embarrassed. Plus the winner gets to choose the event, which makes it even worse. But yeah, I agree. The bus with, with a burner phone is like just, it doesn't even really compare. So the winner of the league also gets to contribute one joke. Yeah. And I think that could have some real potential. I would love to see a 9-11 or a Holocaust joke. And no no time limit on that joke. It could be a long joke that, that yeah. like yeah. just doesn't hit. <laughs> it doesn't play. So so that could potentially bring up the severity of the, the punishment. But yeah. Um I'm excited to see who's in last and who's in first and we'll we'll yeah. uh, all witness it all, I'm sure. Absolutely. So lastly, who would you enjoy most watching? Who would you enjoy watching the most do their punishment? Uh, yeah, for uh, it's just me and Matt for body watch, right? And will and will. Yeah, uh, Matt, Matt would probably be my favorite for that one. Um, it'd probably be John for stand up. <laughs> and yep. then I think Osh would probably have to be my my ghost pick for <laughs> nice the track me. Love that. Yes. Get him in some real short shorts and he just like 
I mean, it probably will just look like a fish out of water in, in, in whatever event gets picked. I mean, we could go like shot put or something or oh yeah hurdles. I mean, hurdles for anybody would be good. Pole vault would be dangerous. I don't know if we can even like dip into the pole vault thing, but. Yeah. Would we have to get our own pole? I'm not, I'm not probably. sure that. <laughs> that would probably. Work. Yeah. I'm, I'm really going to have to do some research on how to like enter into all of these competitions that we've chosen just blindly, mm-hmm. because hopefully there's a way to just like uh, randomly enter into a bodybuilding competition. Like, I don't know if you have to pay money for that or, or what, but yeah, yeah I, I like, I like those picks or the track me. I think right now, John is definitely in the hot seat um, for the stand-up i mean he's definitely out of those three people i just named he's definitely closest to yeah for like a points for sammy's owen too but he has more points i think mm-hmm. than john but yeah and john's team's a little little beat up yeah yeah so is sammy's i suppose but yeah and then trevor i mean trevor's definitely in the hot seat for the for the track oh meet, yeah which that would be a sneaky funny one to watch do a lot of events yeah, probably pick him to do like the mile relay if it was me. Behind <laughs> the that. relay, make yeah, him by himself, fun. solo <laughs> relay against a, a, another team. <laughs> Just so I, his time is like triple theirs. <laughs> yeah, I there. It will. It'll be good regardless. I don't know if it'll live up to the bus, but it'll be good. All right, yeah. Chief. Anything? Anything additional you wanna you wanna say to the league? Is the uh, firm still working on their – no, it's kind of over. Yeah, so that was the reason. I mean, the firm's been kind of slow as of late. Um, that's why the magazine – you know, editor-in-chief now of the Rolling Sloans. <laughs> yeah, they I had some time on their hat. hands, needed some charge hours. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can wear that hat as well as the firm uh, being the head of the firm. So it's, it's not like it's not like the firm's overworked, but should the need arise, the firm – is ready to spring into action. We're, we're young now. Um, yeah. We're spry. We're, we're hungry for some business. So anybody that's got beef with anybody else, happy to hear it. I love, love it. to get some uh, more F's in the chat for the boys. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, you are a, you're a massive contributor to this league. So thank you for it. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. And uh, all right. Well, good luck this week until next time. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. See you, buddy. See ya. Thanks.